0: So, this is pretty cool that this is actually a actual Halloween Halloween uh, date for a nightcap which I think is pretty sweet but I have like a whole ton of spooky uh, stuff we I have a little bit of some to read so we'll see about that um, I actually think this lighting is uh kind of the coolest Creep lighting, if I'm honest. I wish I could cut down the light from the uh, monitor a little bit. But I do think uh, otherwise this light looks pretty neat. These uh, lighting effects are by the way of these super cool lanterns. So I got these from DS Virus. These are uh, battery-powered little LED lanterns. And these are pretty neat because when you close them up... And you open them, by default they have a regular blue, or, you know, just sort of a regular LED light. But then the next time you open them, they have this flame flicker effect. It's actually a pretty nice bright flame flicker effect. Uh, so these are super cool, and I asked him uh, to get these. I don't know what brand or who makes these, but he, um... It's just a CO, <coughs> what is this? COB LED, LED flame lantern. Um, but man, they put off a really cool, uh, puts off a really nice flame effect, and uh, they're fairly bright, but not too bright. So I think I think this actually makes for a pretty, uh, pretty cool lighting setup. And then of course I have the this red uh, sort of lamp. give this an extra effect, but as much as I love my blue, my blue sky flame, I actually think this is kind of cooler. Um, Amadeus 44 just bought an Atari 800XL and is now getting some upgrades and mods for it. That's actually pretty awesome. How, where did you get that from? Shrek the Musical, by the way, stopping by with a hello, hello, how are you? And Black Cat, good to see you, and Wild Bill, good to see you as well. And stopping in is Alchemical Dreams, saying hello. But that's pretty, uh, that's pretty cool, that's pretty wild. Um, I, I love the, the old school, uh, systems. Oh, got that from eBay? I love that, I love finding that old, like, that stuff like that is super cool. Um, I really wanted, I really wanted back in the day, a, um, oh, what is that called? Uh, there's this old, this other old system that I really wanted. Not, not the Commodore. Oh, it's going to drive me nuts. But it was just like an old, um, it's just an old, an old old legacy computer. And, uh, I was like, man, I really want that to just play around on it. Just seemed like fun for whatever reason. I feel like computers were cooler when they were old. <laughs> I feel like now they're just a giant pain in the ass. Um so what upgrades and mods are you gonna get for it? Yeah t- that's what it was. It was the Trash 80. I wanted to get a TRS 80. Like I the the I loved the old school Radio Shack keyboard set up and everything for those like i don't know what it is That's just they had them in these computer labs back in in high school and uh i I just remember having fun playing around on them and uh i i know at some point they were like decommissioning i think they were just gonna get rid of them or something i wish i had said hey can i have one of them uh like would have loved to have had that to just play around on it i feel like you could have wrote some neat sort of like I don't know, some sort of role-playing game or something on it. I can't remember if that had much, like, external port access to it or not. But every now and then I'm like, if you could somehow get that, like, to have an external port that you could read data from somewhere else, that you could then somehow connect to the internet, you could actually make something really, really fucking neat and kind of fun. (coughs) Sort of combine... Sort of sort of give that thing, uh, I guess, to a, to a, a certain uh, degree. Give it cloud processing power on this old computer. You know, you're talking to it with like a some sort of terminal. There's an accelerator you can buy for the 800XL. As well as some groovy memory expansions in an IDE CF cart. That's pretty wild. Do you have any specific uh use or project that you're working on for that Amadeus and Amadeus 484 thank you so much for stopping by to the Cigar Goya Lounge tonight we're going to uh talk about some creepy stuff a little bit later on I have a story and a thing I need to ask some advice on um it was a thing that happened the other day and uh I feel like it was the right choice But it could be wrong. So, always want to see what other folks think about that. But, I like to do a nice little intro hello like this before we sort of get to the topic topic. And by the way, this is going to be the last week of... I guess we'll call it classic Nightcaps. Because uh, this, this Friday, I'll be heading out to Arizona. So I'll be out in Arizona for like a week. Uh, I'm going to try and do some nightcap streams here and abouts and wherever. So we'll see how that pans out. If any of you know anyone cool who lives in and around Arizona and wants to go get cigars or drinks, let me know. Yes, Alchemical. I actually do value the opinion of you guys that are out there. Bill says there's a guy who makes Z80 machines and sells them on Tindy. You've stayed away, way away from that. Is to just own your life. Come on, dude. Let's get in there. <laughs> Come on, you know you wanna. Here's a cheers to all of you out there. Ah, you had one as a kid. Amadeus four eighty four says, and you want to go through your games. And you also want to play around with Fujinet, a Wi-Fi adapter for it. Yeah, see, that'd be wild. If you could get internet access on those machines, it'd be slick. You're seriously considering November being a no-desktop-computer-month? No, no, no com no co By the way, I also did another th- uh, a thing... I don't know if you can all tell, but, um, the other day I was talking about me doing a silly thing. Can you tell what the silly thing is? I'm going to hold this lantern like this for a little while. Actually, what? <laughs> I want to do this move. I'm going to hold both of the, that's kind of wild. I feel like I need to close one so the oscillation is more, is, is, is a little more uniform. Hold on, let's try it. Did I fix it? It's kind of better. It's kind of wild. <laughs> Maybe you need a hole like this. Ooh, that's kind of a nice spooky effect. One more story before 12. Um. I don't know if I'm going to tell If you guys can't guess the silly thing that I did, I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> gotta have my secrets folks if you can't guess all these if, if you guess maybe I'll send you a prize how about that no it's not shaving although you're close uh buying the lamps no cause I got these as a gift so I did uh I did dye my facial hair is the thing. And uh, I remember, and I don't know why, but I <laughs> told somebody online, I was like, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna, for November, instead of a no-shave November, I'm gonna dye mine plastic black so they look like Steven Seagal, where his facial hair looks like it's painted on with like a fucking shoe polish. And they're like, no, don't do it. They're like, it never looks right, never looks good. And I'm like, well, for At least for me, if it doesn't look good, I'll just get rid of it. Who cares? So I did buy this stuff to try it, because I wanted to try it. I actually have a lot of... Like, it's, it's unfortunate. At least I think it's unfortunate. My facial hair, where it's gray, isn't really gray. It's like pure, ultra-stark white. Uh, so I feel like I don't get as much, so much salt and pepper as I have just complete fucking snow mixed with the regular... And so anyway, I tried this other, I tried this dye. Let's see if this light picks it up if it's too bright. Um. So it does look like more, but I think part of that is just because the the facial hair that's there is darker. Um, here you can see, oh you can't see when I do that. But uh, it didn't quite cover all of it on the chin, but uh. I'm going to do it again. So we'll see if this stuff works good or not. I always like trying out different products and giving recommendations for stuff. So we shall see. Uh, Didn't irritate the skin. Didn't really dye my skin too much either. And uh, I put on a a, a fair amount, basically just all uh, down through here in the facial hair area. And it didn't really stain my skin. Uh, I feel like the color didn't come out too fakey looking. So I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it a couple more times uh, to see what that looks like. I'm going to let this fill in a little bit. And then a the question, you guys, should I do, should I, should I shave this? So I just have like the trucker, like Fu Manchu style. I feel like some people really hate that. Ah. <laughs> uh. before we talk about creepy stuff, we can talk about something that involves, how about creepy behavior? So here's a thing that happened to me the other day. And I'm curious to know people's opinions on this. So I went to the cigar lounge. Um, I had kind of a, Lazy day. I got chores done. I needed to get done. And later in the afternoon, I was like, eh, it's kind of rainy. I think I'm going to go get get a, uh, get dinner and then get a cigar. So I head out to the cigar lounge to bring my little kit full of stuff. And the, the bar top is pretty filled. So there aren't really any seats at the bar. So I grab sort of this high top table. I can watch the baseball game. Um, wait a minute. Black Cat is saying, I have a helpful hint. If you're thinking of a fake tan, just put on some fake blood for a few hours and shower. You have a nice rosy color. Yes, but I don't want to get attacked by bees. I don't want to have, I don't want to have, I'm not trying to just dye my skin red. And actually, I do want to go tanning this winter because I feel like I did that a little bit last winter. And actually helped keep some of that seasonal uh, depression away. Um, So I'm actually thinking of going like real tan tanning. Um, for about the second time in my life, I've never gone tanning before, before last year, which is kind of wild. Um, black cat, by the way, you look like you'd had, uh, just a whole lot of fun at the Halloween party that you went to your costume looked like it was hilarious. Um, great job. And that just looked like you were having a whole lot of fun. So there's a cheers and a hats off to you. So I go to the cigar lounge. The bar's full, i get a high top. I uh, figure, eh, I'll watch a baseball game, watch some football. I'll put some streams on, I'll listen to, listen to some, uh, you know, podcasts, do whatever. So i get a, get a cigar, have a cigar. And, uh, there's this group of guys that's over sitting at this one, sitting at this one table. And they get up and they decide that they're going to move to a low top table that's adjacent to mine. So it would be to this side of me. And I'm like, man, these fucking guys. Like, I hate to be whatever, but it's three guys that all look like they came out of a factory. They're all sort of on this. Fat, doughy side with tons of gold chains, backwards, flat brimmed hats. Every other word out of their mouth is bro. I'm like, God damn it. And they're just kind of, I mean, they're not super loud and obnoxious, but it was just like, man, fucking, I really kind of want to just be quiet and not have to listen to these fucking guys. But whatever, right? I have headphones. I'm not really going to listen to him anyway. So I put my headphones in and, uh, I fucking have my cigar and I'm watching the baseball game. Um, black cat used that red light thing. It was hilarious. Wait, what red light thing What are talking about? Huh? What red light thing? I'm not sure I know what you mean. So, Krispy Kreme factory workers? What? No, I wish they were Krispy Kreme factory workers. I wish they'd brought donuts. I went for a fucking donut. But, like... There's there's these three guy, Three of the guys that all look like they're cloned out of a factory. And then there's some skinnier, scrawny dude who seriously looked like fucking Aziz Ansari. And so... He's sitting... Not adjacent next to me, but across from the guy that's adjacent to me. So... I noticed that, that evening, there was a new, uh, woman working there that I had never seen before. A young girl, very pretty, uh, was wearing this sort of fall looking dress. Very nice, very pleasant. And, um, at some point as she's getting drinks and doing whatever, she does something that I've told a few of so when I used to work the the door, I used to tell girls the ser- the servers not to necessarily do this, which is if you go to the end of a table, don't come stand right next to the end of the table. Stand back just a little bit, so she comes and stands next to the edge of the table, and the scrawny Aziz and sorry guy starts to become animated. And by become animated, I mean, he asks a question and he starts it with a, oh, hey, um, and so she turns to look at him. And at this point, I take one of my earbuds out and he says, hey, um, you know, what's that one drink? There's that one, uh, I think it's a strawberry type of, uh, a vodka. And so he's very much grabbing her attention. He's doing a lot of hand movements and he's kind of judging him, and she's turning to look at him. And the guy that's sitting across from him reaches out and around with his phone and puts the phone out kind of right behind her ass. And he takes a picture sort of down low up and of her ass. So he takes a creeper shot with his phone because I'm sitting up at a high table I can see the picture on his phone. And then he quickly moves his phone over and puts it face down on the table and kind of pushes it away so it's over close to his friend. And I'm just like, dude, you fucking scumbag. I'm like, I like coming to this cigar lounge because this is supposed to be a classy place. And I'm like, I fucking hate having a predisposition But god damn it, I'm like, you're the fucking kind of guys that as soon as you come in, the sort of dudes you expect that behavior from, and I hate the fact that I was fucking right about it. hate the fact that I was fucking right about it. And I'm sitting there, and I'm like, god damn it, I'm like, I wanted to say something and yell at this dude, but I'm like, they had a fair amount of other business in there, I'm like, I don't want to just start this fucking drag out fucking fight. And I'm sitting there and I'm thinking about it. And I'm like, you know, maybe it was just a picture. Maybe nobody cares. Maybe it's not a big deal. And then they start laughing about it. And the one dude's like, yeah. <laughs> He's like, works every time. And the guy fucking across him does his little Aziz and sorry. <laughs> laugh. Mission accomplished you know, get her attention and then, yeah, take fucking creep shots fucking while they're not looking, while they're not paying attention. So, after they started basically laughing about it, I mean, I guess they weren't really making fun of her over it, but that, uh, then it's just like, all right, fuck these guys. So I got up and I went over to the manager And I said, hey, uh, can I talk to you for a minute? I was like, yeah, sure. I was like, "Out over here? So we go off over to the side, and I told him what happened. I said, look, that fucking guy that's sitting at the table with the backwards hat, I said, you know, when she came over and she was serving the table, the guy took a fucking creep shot of her butt. He stuck his phone behind her ass and took a picture. I said, and the guy that was across from her was basically the dude running interference. I said, look, I've been coming here a long time. And that just, that's scumbag shithead behavior. And I just wanted you to fucking know. I said, you know, I'm not, and he's like, oh man. He's like, you know, and sort of the, the, the and the look on his face is kind of a, this isn't the first time this has happened. So I go back and sit down. He goes back and he sits down for a moment and then picks up his cigar and he goes and he sits down at the end of the guys, at those guys' table. And so I kind of listen with one ear and yeah. And he asks him, he's like, look, you know, I, I know you guys are in here and maybe you're just having a good, t-. and so anyway, he basically says, look, you know, you can't be taking pictures of the waitresses like that. And there's a moment where they're all like stunned for a moment. And then the one guy's like, well, um, you know, wh- wh- what do you, what do you mean? What are you talking about? Is like, come on, if the guys, in so anyway, they vehemently denied to the point where the Aziz Ansari guy is like, hey, hey, you know, c- come here for a second. Calls the waitress over and he's like, you know, we're, 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 we're retaking pictures of you. Do we, do we take pictures of your, of your ass and ask her that? And like, what is she going to say? Yes. Of course she doesn't know you were doing it. You asshole. That was the point. You guys did it without knowing you like look, if you thought she was cute, maybe you could have just been an actual gentleman or whatever about it. And you could have just said, Hey, I think you're really cute. You know, do, well, how about going out sometime or whatever? No. How was she going to know you guys? That was, the, it was your whole little operation that you guys are laughing about five, 10 fucking minutes ago. And so anyway, then the one guy starts to pull the, we don't need to do that. We got money. You know, we don't need to get chicks. And this guy's like, it's like, I think maybe you doth protest a little too much, gentlemen. So he basically told them, it's time for you guys to cash out. You have to get out of here and uh, you can't come back. So they didn't really cause too much of a ruckus. The guy that works the place or that owns the place is not necessarily a dude that you want to mess with. Um, So... They eventually all left, and then he came back to me afterwards. He's like, all right, you know, what? like, what's the whole story? Like, what happened there? And so, anyway, I told him the details. I was like, and you could see it. You could see the picture on his phone because he looked at it and then put his phone face down on the table. He was, oh, so you actually could see that? I was like, yeah, I'm sitting at the high top. You could totally see it. He was, that's all I needed to know because, I, you know, I really appreciate you telling me. He goes, look, I, I don't tolerate any abuse for, for the girls that work here. Like, this is supposed to be a classy place. And if dudes are going to do that, they can just fucking go somewhere else. It's like, you know, normally, I'm kind of a... It's not my business. I don't, But I'm like, fuck that. Fucking trash animals. Get the fuck out of here. So, I don't know. Was that the right thing to do? I feel like it was the right thing to do. Not always sure that I'm right in the things that I do. But that, to me, felt... Like, look, there's some things maybe mind your business and there's point that's just like, fuck you, man. Well, that's the way I thought. <clears throat> Bill says, I don't know, man. At that point, it's everyone's business. I feel like that's that's like, you know, watching somebody come shit in, in, like, in a place that you eat, right? Like, I don't want that sort of trash, crap behavior happening here. I come to a cigar lounge because it's classy and quiet and upscale. If I wanted to go to a place... We're drunk fucking dudes. We're going to be slamming down fucking Red Bull and whatever and acting like a bunch of animals. I would just go to some shitty shithole bar where fucking everybody's out of control. You want, but you want to do that sort of crap? Then fucking go somewhere else. Like, in that regard, I'm very protective of that place. It's one of the few places that has been able to stay open and remain open after a lot of them closed when COVID hit. My other favorite place that I used to go to, to to smoke cigars, they couldn't handle it and they had to shut down. So they're shut down and closed. So this is one of the last places like this that's open. And so I'm like, I feel like lately there's been an influx of what I'm just going to call trash. Like, Because if you do that sort of shit, you're fucking trash. You hear me? You're a fucking piece of garbage. And if your peer pressure buddies think it's cool and think you should do it, you should tell them, look, you know, like... We're not fucking 16 or whatever, dude. Fucking grow the fuck up and get some fucking class and get some fucking style. Chicken shit. Fucking taking creep shots of somebody's ass. What the fuck is wrong with you? Uh, So yeah, that was, um didn't necessarily make my night. Um, I did, however, have a fantastic cigar. (laughs) Um, but anyway, that's just, uh, man, it just rubbed me the wrong way. And maybe, and maybe it wouldn't, maybe like, like I say, I was, I was ready to just swallow it down and make nothing of it until they started like making fun of her over it and laughing about it. Like, dude, probably the sort of shit that that same group of guys goes and does at every place that they fucking go to. So fuck you. Yeah, people like that don't have to face the consequences for their shit behavior. Well, like I say, you you could tell you could tell that they've either gotten caught with it before because the one dude that did it got super fucking quiet while the manager was talking to the table. The guy that did most of the lip work was over and across at the end, of the end of the table who was basically like, no, you know, these are my boys and I trust my boys. But, you know, you know, if they if they did something like this, man, you know, uh, we got basically the oh, well, maybe they had a little too much to drink and may, maybe they did do it and I didn't see it. But, you know, that's a serious thing. I'm like, man, you just you're, you're talking way too much about it. You fucking did it you know, one of you should have just said, yeah, I got real drunk and it was shitty. I'm sorry. Fucking, I apologize, dude. And then that guy should have just got up and left. He could have just got up and left and the rest of them could have stayed there. I don't know. I don't know. You know what? No, just get the fuck out. Just all of you get the fuck out. Just get the fuck out of here. Fucking piece of crap. And yeah, the Aziz Ansari twitchy little dude calling her over and asking her Did we take pictures of you, huh? Did you, you, were we taking pictures of you? What's she gonna say? Yes, I I saw it and I liked it. Fucking. (laughs) If somebody says they caught you taking creep shot, I saw you taking creep shots of her ass without her knowing. Well, how is she gonna, oh my God. Every now and then I'm like. This is why I had my little cigar place in the front of my house, because I go there to relax and chill, and instead I had my fucking blood boiled. Not cool, guys. Not fucking cool. Whoever you are out there, if you've done that sort of thing, grow up a little bit. It's not classy. You're not funny. Nobody thinks you're funny. Podcast, folks, we'll be right back. <laughs> All right, so now that we've talked about that a little bit of a mess um <laughs> chemical doesn't get the whole bro thing all the damn time sometimes you use bro but overuse of that is annoying bro is overuse of bro is like the valley girl equivalent of the overuse of like or oh my god or for sure I feel like, yeah, the the guys that are, like, overly bro brotastic. I'm like, Ey. can you please find any other words to say? There's more than one word in the fucking language you can use. So, Halloween-wise, disappointed today. I think I had about 12 kids show up at the most, which is very disappointing because the first year that I was here, I got all sorts of kids. And uh, obviously with COVID last year, there wasn't too many kids going door to door. And I would have hoped for more this year, but it actually got pretty windy and rainy. So I bought a bunch of candy that I'm now kind of stuck with. Uh, but the last the last three guys that came then while it was raining, I still had this very large bowl of candy. So it was like, you may as well just take it all, boys. i like, you seriously? I'm like, go at it. Hungry, hungry hippos. And so they all just start grabbing handfuls. And, uh, those are the last three guys that came to the door. Sadness. I was hoping for a much larger crowd this year, but. Oh, well. It's uh, a little disappointing. I, I, I really like handing out candy that there's this one little girl that came and she had this little scarecrow outfit and she was absolutely adorable. So like teeny tiny Cindy Lou who size girl. So I get down, I was like, here you go take your candy I was like, which, one do you, which ones do you like? She's like, I want this one. So she takes them. I was like, well, here, why don't you take another one? And I said, how about one more? Was it, Do you want one more? Okay, or take this one. And then she's like, can I have this one too? And it's like a little box of the dots. I was like, you can have that. She's like, what are these? I was like, well, those are little gummies. And she gets all excited. And she's like, gummies! I got gummies from the other house. And they said that I could have extra gummies because I had a nice costume. I'm like, this girl, this little girl is just fucking adorable. So that little girl kind of made my Halloween spirit night. I feel like it made me happy that, that there was still some spirit of the Halloween costumes and trick or treat. Uh, that made me smile. So cheers to the little girl in her scarecrow costume that made me smile. It made me happy. I hope uh, I hope I hope that turns around and there's more trick or treating next year. I it's like I love it. I love passing out candy. So, while we were passing out candy, we watched uh I watched the original Carrie and then the 2013 remake of Carrie. I can't believe that it was already 2013. That's that long ago. Um and honestly enough, I think both movies uh watching them back to back I think they're both they both have merit uh in that they both do some things well and or better than the other movie um they they both have components where they follow the book a little more closely one versus the other I feel like there's some better artistic shots in the De Palma version I feel like when Carrie goes full Carrie Uh, I feel like Sissy Spacek does a slightly better job uh, than the actress in the remake. But I do feel like in the remake, uh, there's some points and some sequences of the movie that are a little clearer in terms of the narrative sense. Between the uh, regret uh, for the one character, what they do to Carrie, to the uh, boyfriend who basically uh, you can tell you know really actually comes to comes to sort of the realization that uh you know she's actually a really nice girl and uh you know there he he does not is not playing it off as a joke or way to torment her he actually is really enjoying their date uh before the insidious prank ensues that I won't spoil if you haven't seen either of those movies but if you haven't seen either of them or if you've only seen one or the other i would recommend you go watch the other um i think that is a rare case of where i'd kind of put them both on kind of equal footing and i think um even though i get the original the remake touches me a little bit more only because it was closer to the generation that I had when I was younger you know my generation is kind of like in between the two but knowing what I know about social media and phones and sort of this new era of kind of bullying and harassing kids I feel like the remake uh, is a little closer to the metal for me on that one um you know, and there's just some stuff, too, in the original where the, there's a little bit of a component of, you know, I don't know, like, the Sissy Space character, she's quiet and kind of mousy, but I, I feel like they, especially at the beginning, other than her sequence in the shower, she really doesn't seem that, I don't know, awkward or out of place, whereas the, the character in the remake... The style of clothes she wears is just way at odds with the way everyone else dresses. She has kind of an unkempt kind of look. Uh, I feel like she does a better job at slumping her shoulders and in, in being very submissive, if, uh, if that means anything. So, Had those on while we were passing out candy. And then I started watching the remake of The Blob. You've heard me talk about the remake of The Blob. The remake of The Blob is, in my opinion, the best remake of any movie if I objectively just scored it on the merits of the remake. Um, It's far superior in every aspect to the original, not even close. Love it. It's absolutely spectacular. There's some hidden Easter eggs in it. Everything about it to me is just awesome and chilling. And right now, that movie is $4.99. To buy as part of your digital library on Amazon Video. So you can get the HD version of that for five bucks. And then you can watch it for fucking 18 bazillion times and it'll never wear out. So I imagine I'll probably do that because it's one of my favorite movies. But that's going to be soothing me to sleep tonight as I go off and have a nice Halloween bedtime uh, nap. (laughs) Be soothed away by the dulcet tones of space amoebas disintegrating... Peoples and people into piles of Galapolo. I mean alchemical. It's absolutely some remakes are all right, some are terrible. Um there are some that I feel like are maybe either more enjoyable. Or or better put together than the originals. But I don't know of any movie, at least for me personally. That just so completely dominates the original as the blob. And when Flixology and I talk about that, um, I don't include The Thing. Because I really don't feel like The Thing uh, from Another World and The Thing that John Carpenter made is quite a remake Um, because they were both movies based on a book and the first movie really wasn't quite in line so much with the actual original story. Um, in a lot of sense is the, is the one that John Carpenter did. Otherwise that movie would, would totally take the cake. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street was terrible for a remake to you personally. I did not like the remake of that at all. Is somebody who's a huge Jackie uh, Earl Haley fan? Um, I was very disappointed in that movie. I didn't like it at all. Um, I feel like a lot of those remakes of the original movies were just the, like the Rob Zombie version of Halloween. I can't stand it. The Friday the 13th, I did not like. Oddly enough though, I kind of liked the Friday the 13th that came out a while back with, uh, was it Jared Padalecki and uh, Jason Mears? I actually kind of like that cuz they made Jason a little bit more of a of a of a fast moving ambush predator. Um I feel like they they lost a few things in the interpretation, but it wasn't wasn't terrible. Uh alchemical says the thing if I recall became a classic is because of its practical effects. It's not just the practical effects. Uh is Flexology was saying, the score is by Ennio Morricone, fantastic music score by him and, and with John Carpenter, the acting, Wilford Brimley, uh, Kurt Russell, uh, Keith David, um, uh, who but, else is that? But th- there's several other character actors in that movie who are in all sorts of stuff who did a fantastic job. The set pieces were amazing. The pacing is amazing. The lighting is amazing. Everything about that movie to me is just perfectly done. There's no part where I'm like, oh, I wish this was done a little better or whatever. Maybe that's just me being a fanboy, that flick. But it just does everything right. And having read the original story, it's very close in a lot of ways to the feeling and in the in the philosophy of the original movie. Um, yeah. Keith Davis, is awesome in it. Like, uh, <coughs> Max says he wants the flamethrower. The what? The flamethrower. Ah, shit. <laughs> yeah, the remake of the Freddy, it just does something about it, it just doesn't hit right. Uh, it's just not, it just came off meh. And, and honestly, if I had one other criticism of the remake of this Carrie movie was that I feel like they they didn't, they didn't go as hard in the paint as they could have on the violence when Carrie goes full berserk. And the reason why I say that is because I have a Mandela effect in my mind of after I don't watch the original for a while, in my brain, I will think of the sequence where she goes full apeshit, and I will think of it as having way more violence and gore to it than there actually is. There really isn't a whole lot. Uh, in some ways it's actually quite reserved and so i feel like in the remake they could have even had her go way more drastic in that department um same impact or flair that robert england did i think it's also just the supporting cast the supporting cast wasn't there as much the music it just it just was off it's like having it's like having an engine where the timing belt or something is just not right. It just doesn't. The remake just didn't. It just didn't click for me for some reason. Um, but yeah, uh, in in Wilford Brimley in the remake in the in the thing as well, way overlooked. I feel like you know in a lot of cases, everybody everybody remembers Wilford Brimley for like one of three things. He's the diabetes commercial guy. He's the Quaker oatmeal guy. Or he's the guy from Cocoon. Maybe if you remember the show, he was from that show Our House, which my one little cousin used to call Were House, because he, for whatever reason, kept screwing it up. But Wil- Wilford Brimley in the thing, spectacular. I mean, is part of a dramatic role and he has he has some of the most poignant acting i think in that movie especially when he figures out what's going on and sort of has his psychotic break what do you mean wait wait what diabetes yeah wolford brimley's in the diabetes commercials <laughs> you know what i'm talking about <laughs> really yeah diabetes And he looks like a walrus with his big mustache. Rest in peace, by the way, Mr. Brimley. You only know the dude from the diabetes commercial. He also did commercials for Quaker Oatmeal. He was also in a movie called Cocoon. That at the time, the movie Cocoon was sort of a, a little bit of a cult phenomenon when it came out. Uh, look up the movie Cocoon. And he was also in a sitcom show that ran, I believe, in the mid to late 80s called Our House. Where it was basically just about, I think, a, a, a mother and a, and her father raising their kids in a, in a house. Several children alone. I don't remember the plot. It was one of those weekly drama sort of shows and uh yeah he was in several other movies uh has an acting career that goes further back and he's in the he's in the carpenter remake of the thing uh and you might not recognize him because he doesn't have his characteristic mustache in that movie but uh yeah that's wilford brimley that is the diabetes guy So there, you learned a little bit about uh, Quaker oatmeal. By the way, I have an oatmeal packet every morning for breakfast. And that's uh, one of the best decisions I've made in terms of breakfast in the morning. It's a perfect amount so you don't overeat. Why am I not talking about oatmeal? I don't want to talk about fucking oatmeal. People are going to be like, I used to watch this dude. Now he just talks about fucking oatmeal. It's terrible. (laughs) Um, Busy... Busy week for me coming up. Um, I got to prep for this trip. I got a lot of bullshit to go through, but um, it does keep you alive. It's I mean it's like only a cereal. It's, it's just too many. But anyway, uh, one other thing to bring up. So this is a a pseudo Halloween sort of affair. Uh, I can't think Dan dastardly enough. For joining me in some games yesterday. So yesterday uh, in the early evening. We got on to play some Call of Duty Zombies. And uh, Dan and I went through the uh, final Forsaken mission. Which had a great storyline at the end of that. Some neat cutscenes. Some huge spectacular looking creatures. Uh, We fought all the way through that. It was, uh, quite the wild ride, and it was a very cool, uh, it was a very cool ending sequence that sort of wraps up that storyline until the next, uh, until the next game, and man, I, uh, I don't know too many, uh, too many folks that I know of that I, don't, that I think, uh, would have been able to go through that with me, uh, the guy is an absolute, uh, guy's an absolute fucking, he's really, really fucking good at video games, um, So that was awesome because I really did want to see the conclusion to that storyline since, uh, here in November, I think November 7th, I think the new Call of Duty comes out. And, um, once that comes out, you know, that's going to be sort of a prequel, but it's always neat to know where the story sort of ends, uh, kind of in a contemporary sense. So it was good to get the closure on that and sort of finish that. That was rough. It was it was pretty tough. Oh, we kind of went through that cold, but uh, man, what a wild ride! Oh, Chemical got to listen to y'all playing zombies. Yeah, that was I uh, can't remember what day that was. That I don't think, uh, unless he was str- he was was he streaming it on uh, Saturday? I didn't think he was streaming. It. Maybe he was. <clears throat> I didn't think he was. But I wish I wish he had been, because that would have been uh, that would have been a playthrough to uh, to air. Because man, was that badass. So kind of an action packed weekend in a lot of ways. To be honest, I feel like in one sense it was kind of lazy, but man, it was uh, it was it was tough. Oh, uh, yeah, it was in the other uh, the other day when when uh, everybody was in there. What was that like Tuesday or something? Alchemical wants mason jars to prepare oatmeal for weeks, so you can just. Chill for your breakfast. want mason jars to prepare. Why do you need mason jars for that? I'm just curious. I usually just get the packets and I just put the packets in a small little bowl. I feel like you put a little bit of water in the bowl, you heat that up for a minute to the point where it's like, oh, she so wants overnight oats. Got it. Okay. I mean, get the. You can buy a little set of the little mason jars. They're not super expensive. Uh, You can also get the. um, You can also get the little. uh, There's these little Tupperware Loctite ones with the little snaps on the side, uh, which are really nice. My preferred type of milk is either coconut or almond. King Dinosaur, stopping with some Sam Samhain salutations. But I feel like oat milk on oatmeal, it's too much oat, 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 oat. Otherwise, it would be my favorite. But if I was going to put it in oatmeal, coconut and almond, and then oat milk. King Dinosaur, how's your Halloween going? So anyway, that was, uh... That was most of this weekend's activities. Um, I do have to get some paperwork and everything all sorted because, again, this week's going to be busy. I have most everything that I think I need set up for this trip that I'm taking. I have to finalize the details on the motorcycle that I'm going to rent tomorrow. Um, And then really just think about packing. Um, I need to figure out exactly, so I don't want to check any bags. So, I do need to figure out... I have this laptop bag that I want to bring. Because apparently you can bring a laptop bag and then, like, a carry-on bag bag. So, I want to try and get it to the point where I have enough for both without having to check anything. Because I really don't want to check any bags. So, i got to figure that out. I don't know if I have, have my or pardon me suitcase that's... Uh, Big enough, the only other suitcase I think I have, I think you do have to check. I don't really want to do that. God, what a hose job that they pay. They make you pay so much to check one, like even one fucking bag. Now it's like, damn it. So I'm going to try and bring everything in a carry on bag and see how that pans out. But uh, <sighs> run out of gas. I will be happy when this Arizona trip is over because, uh, like I've said before, when that comes back. I'm done with special projects for a while. I want to just get some work, work done and just get back to the gym and just let stuff settle and, uh, sort of enjoy a little bit of a winter break coming up. Cause I'm kind of exhausted to be honest. Uh, I feel like between the charity streams and Halloween parties and all this and that and the other new pickup trucks, new motorcycles, a lot of running around. So how about any and all of you? Did you get up to anything fun this particular weekend? Have any fun? Well, I know Black Cat had a fun Halloween party. Black Cat, that looked like you had a blast. It's good to see you out there having some fun and having some laughs. Anybody else get up to anything fun? uh, Or crazy, as it were? I like this lighting setup. I, I wish I had done this like this before. I feel like it Maybe does a better job than the blue light. I don't think the blue light meshes very well with this uh, camera. Um, I put that on my front porch though. It works pretty cool as a front porch light. It's a neat. It's a neat, like ambient style light. It's just I don't think it works very well with this camera. Oh, chemical really wasn't up to much. Bill made another batch of bacon jam last night. The kids don't make their way down this straight, so there aren't any Halloween antics. Black Cat was the designated dead body. Can <laughs> did you? dead body? But did you apply realistic dead body smell? I feel like as the resident expert on smells, that you should have... <laughs> No. But seriously, look you did a great job uh, on that black cat. So here's a cheers to you for your Halloween costume. Yeah, I got a plan for this trip. I have a furnace inspection this week. I have uh, a doctor's appointment this week. I have my motorcycle getting put away this week. I have to pack for this trip. Man, it's gonna be uh, I'm like, I'm, I'm like pre-exhausted. I'm like, oh my god, I don't even want to like go through this week. <laughs> You're rosy colored from all the food coloring? Um, I was gonna say you could uh, mix a little bit of something like a peroxide with your soap, but then you might end up bleaching your skin. I mean, it'll go away. From now on, you know, you're just, you just have a little bit of a rosy tint. You're, you just tell people, look, you just go up to people and be like, Mmm, 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 it is sweet cinnamon. Mmm. <laughs> Everybody's walking around, you're just like, they're just licking you. You have like bees and animals and dogs and everything because you're just covered in sticky syrup. First time chat from a viewer, Eclectic Francesca, stopping in. Eclectic Francesca, thank you so much for stopping in and for the follow and saying hello. Um, How did the rest of your stream go? Sounded like you were having some fun over there. It's great to see you. Uh, Thank you so much for stopping in for a lurk. Um, We have about five minutes or so left in this uh, episode. So um yeah i uh coming up for this week uh i do want to try and do one day of possibly some retro gaming just call you fran fran thank you so much i'm gonna make sure to give you a shout out here if you can make sure you stop in and support the folks that help spread the love to this community Uh, So she was playing some stream raiders. Stop in and say hello to Fran. Uh, Black Cat kept getting blood on people. And by blood, she means corn syrup. Uh, Last night, by getting within an inch. That's the sort of thing, once you get sticky on you, it just gets everywhere. That's like maple syrup in a restaurant when you order pancakes. And they give you the pancake syrup bottle. And there's always, like, syrup on it. And you'll touch it. And once you touch that and you get it on you, the next thing it's in your fucking hair. It's all over your face and your shirt. And then like you just smell like maple for the rest of the day. You're like, like once you touch it, it's, it's like it, it's like it, it's like it spreads. It's like, it's a growing <laughs> entity and organism. It just gets everywhere. Thank you so much for the follow back. It was a nice chill evening. Appreciate you. Likewise. Thank you so much. We'll finish this up. Thank you so much. It's always nice to meet new folks and to have them in and say hello. So I really appreciate that. Yeah, Black Cat, man, you're going to have, you'll probably find that, I mean, when we've done movies with like murder scenes or whatever creature stuff, once you get that corn syrup sticky, like it's like it takes a week for it to come off you. It's like on any occasion you would be like, what the fuck? And they're like, how's it in my ear? And you're like, it's just everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> mm, sticky. Stay away from like clover fields because you'll just get attacked by bees. We don't want you getting stung to death by bees. Or wasps. This is like the very last vestige of wasp attacks before wasps, or it gets too cold for wasps. So watch out for wasp, wasps. Attack. Yes, no bees. I don't, I don't hear any stories about you guys getting attacked and stung by like a thousand bees. I took all my clothes off the dumpster and I threw them in. <laughs> hey guys, you see this? Yep, that's that crazy lady again. She's taking all her clothes off right there in the parking lot by the dumpster. Done that because it didn't peep business. That's what you're that's what you're like. <laughs> you needed to borrow a knife from a guy to cut the rope. I feel like <laughs> maybe before tying yourself up. By the way. By the way, where well, this is gonna be the end last thing in the episode, but I want to share this. Um I think it's this one. Uh I'm not sure if I spelled this right. No, I did spell it right. It's this dude. This um so this dude right here, I'm gonna show this to you. This is my current preferred uh cigar uh cutting slash uncapping knife slash tool. This is a really nice little knife, um, but this Cliff blade that is basically just flat and straight and has a sharp point, this does a great job. Uh, it, it's just the right size, and because you have these finger grooves, you can get a really nice solid hold on this. You can do a perfect cross cut through the foot of the cigar, and then because of the sharp little point, you can... Pierce down just a little bit to open the tobacco at the end, but this has turned into my favorite way to open the foot of a cigar uh, to smoke. Uh, you know, I was a huge V-cut guy for the longest time, but now I've now I now I go for this. And uh, when I haven't been doing this, I've been I've been back to the punch, oddly enough. And I don't know if part of that is because the V cutter that I have has started to become dull. And isn't doing a very good job cutting it. But I really like using the knife. Yeah. That's a cute little fucker. And, and it comes with a really nice weight. Like Kydex sheath. Uh, and it has an adapter. So that you can hang it under your neck. So if you're going hiking. You can hang it by your neck. So that it's always in reach. And it does have a belt attachment. That you can use atta- to attach it to your belt. In a variety of ways. You can take the little screws off. And readjust it to reposition reposition it however you'd like but i actually bought that as a minimalist knife when i was backpacking and um that knife is just spectacular uh, I, I really like it uh cricket c-r-a-c-r-k-t what's that the columbia river knife and tool company whatever that stands for they make really nice stuff that's a great little knife I highly recommend it um You've been using a knife for years. You started it just because it was one less thing you had to remember, but now I actually prefer it. Yeah, I gotta be honest. I I, I didn't really I always used to use a cutter, but I think uh, I think I'm kind of sold on the knife now. I really I really like it. You don't get so much bits in your mouth, and I mean really all you need is a hole in the cap to get airflow. Um, <clears throat> I'll put the that's this guy. Uh it is this little, oh, let me put this one. I'm gonna put the, oh, look at this little dude. That's kind of cool. Uh, I'm gonna do. do, so this one right here is the one that I actually have. You can find this with a cheaper price depending on where you're shopping. But it's the CRA Key KT Minimalist Horncliff, um, very nice knife. Uh, you can see that's got a great amount of reviews on it. Um, but that's a it's a really nice little blade. Uh, spectacular little knife. Really really like it. Really like it a lot. And Bill the um, the Perp knife. Uh, that I got for you. The blade on that is a hybrid, I think, Toledo Warncliffe that I had him make as a custom special knife uh, blade, so that's kind of a a one-of-a-kind. So anyway, that's going to do it for tonight's episode. As we say at the end of all of these, stay safe, keep the faith, and all of that good shit, and make sure you get yourselves some rest. (laughs)